is episode 38 of the NeverEnding Glory podcast. I'm your host, Luke Grilly. I'm joined by Jerry Burris. What's up? And we're here with, with Sean as well. Mark couldn't make it tonight, unfortunately. But we are going through our Week 10 NFL picks. Unfortunately, we left you guys without our Week 9 picks last week, and we do apologize for that. But uh, going through some hardships with the World Series, and it did not end the way that we expected it to. Uh, but we still did tweet out all of our picks, sent them out on Facebook. So check us out on Glo- uh, on Twitter, at Glory Podcast. On Facebook, Never Ending Glory Podcast. Subscribe to us on SoundCloud and iTunes, just check the same. And uh, gentlemen, how are we feeling tonight? Do we feel a little bit better after the uh, the epic three one collapse? No, no. <laughs> okay, perfect. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> I'm sick. I raked leaves all weekend. I had to travel for work, and I've got a vacation coming up starting tomorrow morning. And I'm I sound like this. So, yeah, so you got the sniffles. Yeah. Sniffle wiffles, poor poor Sean. Uh, drink your, make sure you drink your Pedialyte this weekend. Make sure you're nice and uh, nice and hydrated this weekend, um, gentlemen. Last week, uh, Sean and I led the charge with a nine and four record. Uh, I'm still actually I'm not in last anymore, which is good. But I went nine and four. Jerry, lead dog Jerry, still in first place. Went seven and six, and so did Mark, uh, going seven and six as well. But the final records right now for the season total, we have Mark in the rear at sixty six and forty nine. I'm in third with 67 and 48. Sean is 68 and 47 and lead dog Jerry 69 and 46. So three games separating first and last. And I'll remind the viewers here that we do have a $20 bet. Uh, the winner, the pot, the winner takes the pot. So big payday, big payday. You know, it's um, fitting. Mark always never seems to do the pot after he finishes dead last for the week <laughs> and always falls into like last place. So I don't know if this is coincidence, if he's, you know, sitting in some shower, like the crying game, but uh, that's how I'd like to envision him. I like that. That sounds good. Um, I did get a, a little constructive criticism saying that next year that we should uh, do this against the spread. So we'll, we'll explore that. I think that we kind of wanted to get our beak wet here. We're just trying it out, just doing picks. But I think moving forward to make it a little bit more challenging, uh, we maybe, maybe we think about doing the spread. What do you think about that, Sean? Let the record state we do that for the college football pod, and we are all below 500. It is extraordinarily <laughs> difficult to do this by the spread. Okay, what so I would recommend we is what we're doing. if we wanted to pick with like you know three or like three games that we had to pick um, to add like a little wrinkle, that we could do it. Do something like that. Okay, um, like a money line pick, and then three against the spreads okay. that, that count as your picks. But to do every single NFL one, it's ugly and brutally. <laughs> Okay, so then we'd all be like in the crying game, and there just would be no podcast probably well, after everything comes. For betters, most of the time you're not betting every single NFL game unless you're total degenerate right. or you're Nick Kane and leaving Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, hey, let's get into the Week 10 game. So I, I must say Week 9 was actually somewhat entertaining. Ended, though, on a perfect note uh, with Monday Night Football and the reps absolutely blowing the end of or the end of the, of the first half when Richard Sherman went right into the kicker, Dan Carpenter. Yeah, there was only a five yard penalty and then there was just a shit show for the next three minutes. I remember I was letting the dog out right before they kicked the field goal and going upstairs. And it took me about four to five minutes. And by the time I got upstairs, uh, the field goal still had not yet been kicked. So um Again, the NFL is doing NFL things, and uh, hopefully Roger here will get his shit together soon. But speaking of getting their shit together, the Cleveland Browns are without a win, and they're at Baltimore on Thursday Night Football. Gentlemen, are the are the Browns going 0-16? It's No. 
it's unlikely mathematically, but it's hard not to believe that they couldn't do it. I, I think that's fair. That's that's right. I just I I they're gonna lock into one, and I think it maybe it's maybe it's this week. I don't know, but. You, you said cleaning shit up, and then you segued into the Browns, and we're, we do anything but do that. Actually, I'm trying opposite. to be trying to be positive here because Cleveland's in a dark time right now. The Cavs just got their first loss of the season. Obviously, the whole thing went down with the Indians, and the Browns haven't won a game yet. But uh, I don't know, the Cavs were going to lose back. games this season. I don't even care about the regular season <laughs> whatsoever. Right. This level of uh, mediocrity, not even mediocrity, just failure at 0-9 has led to some really hilarious questions being raised on Twitter, like, would the Browns lose to Alabama? And I think if we slip past 12 losses, then them, that t- that team comparison no, might no, even no, begin to get worse. No. It just makes me laugh that people think that even an 0-16 team would lose to a, a, the number one college football team in America. This is, this is that, the level of idiocy we're dealing with in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, listen, I'm not even going to get into that conversation just because no, it's, it's so incredibly asinine, right? So um, let's go over the picks, though. Who do you guys think? I mean, I have Baltimore winning this game. Uh, the secondary is going to get carved up by Joe Flacco, Mike Wallace, and Dennis Pitta, and Steve Smith, and Kamar Aiken, and Rashad Perryman. I mean, what, they're getting listen, 600 yards. Baltimore still sucks. Let's not get it twisted here. Baltimore I still sucks, but the Clevelands are really sucking. I don't want to have to defend the, the, the Cleveland Browns, but let's not let, – Baltimore aren't the greatest show on turf, all right? No. Pump the brakes. If they get to 20, they probably win. We'll give them a 2017 <laughs> win for all these spread people out there that want us to do pick lines and shit. Well, it is a 10-point. Somebody's bitter. Yeah, I am. I'm still, I'm still worked up about a week ago and my beloved tribe not pulling that out. <laughs> Still hot, so I'm I'm taking the Ravens. I'm taking the Ravens, and and the line's ten, and I think they're going to win by at least fourteen. Oh, okay. Mark's going on the Ravens as well, so that is a clean sweep for Baltimore. Next game, Green Bay at ten at Tennessee. Uh, Green Bay coming off a shocking loss last week. I'm going Green Bay in a comeback victory. Not really impressed by Tennessee all that much. They got worked by San Diego. It was just Arthur uh, Murray did not practice today. May not practice tomorrow. Turf and Derek that he activated. And Derek Henry's out as well. So they'll they'll be down to the third running back, Antonio Andrews. If that's the case, guys, uh, was this a sh- was Green Bay a shocking loss though? I mean, w- Green Bay's on all the time, so I feel like you know they're like a team that you watch constantly, almost as much as your favorite team, right? I- when they play bad anymore, I'm not even surprised. Like I gave that up prior to the Minnesota game this year. Right. Like, he actually, there's something not like I don't McCool, McCarthy's too much of a control freak. They're not open and free, and then in the confines, Rogers doesn't seem to ever get going. Right. I think the reason why I was shocked by it was I think it was mainly because of the usage of T.Y. or of Ty Mon- I always call him T.Y. Montgomery like he's T.Y. Hilton of <laughs> Ty Montgomery it's really pisses me. every time I write it really pisses me off um, I, I just thought they, they didn't use him all that much and I expected them to use him a lot more just to, to really attack that indie defense and they just really couldn't get going I mean obviously especially with Randall Cobb battling a hamstring injury and he was uh, supposedly out before the game started but he was a last minute uh, active um, 
I, I just thought they would get the passing game going a lot more than they did, and they just really didn't. And against Indy, Indy, Indy sucks on. We've been over this. We talk about this every week. How terrible Indy is on defense. So I, I think it was shocking that they lost at home to the Colts, a team that they should have hung forty on. It looks yeah, to me just, like oh, good. I'm sure. Go ahead, Sean. No, no, go ahead. Go I was going to say, it looks to me, you know, they're on TV every weekend. It looks to me like they don't have, A, the chemistry that he used to have with guys like James Jones. And when um, uh, Randall Cobb was at his at full strength, guys that he knew exactly where they're going to be at all times. I mean, they're throwing their fifth and sixth receiver in there. And, B, they have no explosiveness at all down the field. Right. Even one time you've seen them take the top off of a defense. That's true. See, I, I feel like it's a cop out. I, I I I understand your your point, making the point. I think it's a cop out to the coaching staff, though, because Jordy Nelson can get the ball downfield. Devontae Adams can get can get open downfield and, and has demonstrated yeah. that at times. And yeah, Cobb wasn't healthy, but Ty Montgomery's not that different from from Randall Cobb in the sense of kind of what he does within their offense. I just wonder if you put the all twenty two on. If how they're running their offense is actually dictating this idea that they can't get the ball downfield, because I, I'm sure. not sure that they're really kind of calling things. And oddly enough, they're the, actually the one matchup for Indy's defense because they're kind of finesse and they kind of work the, the perimeter and kind of work the outside. They don't really kind of like slap you in the face. And no. they also just don't have they don't have that blazing, blazing speed. But and they lack that guy that, that can take the top off down the middle. And, and a, they don't have a, a, an elite tight end. Like, if they had an elite tight end, you know. Like but a, I don't know that they're running the routes. I, every time their tight ends catch the ball on the outside. Like, they're yeah, not it's going the up middle. the field. It's yeah. never down the middle, you know, plus 20 or, or deeper. So with all of us dogging Green Bay, we all picked them. Every, so every single one yeah. of us have Green Bay written <laughs> that's, down. That's the natural. <laughs> that's, a great, that's great content. Hey, that's, that's the hottest seat in sports. That's the damn right. You're damn right. Uh, next game, Minnesota at Washington. So we've seen Minnesota taking a step back the past few weeks. A once dominant defense just got, I don't want to say shredded up, but got beat by Jay Cutler and the Bears. Um, Sean, who do you like in this game? I hate this, but I'm taking Washington. Uh, I, I, Man, Minnesota looks bad all of a sudden, and it, I don't know if they can get to 13 points bad. So right. I, I think Gruden off a of bye week is going to be able to scheme enough to to get them to 17 or 20. And I, I just I'd really really be surprised if Minnesota gets there unless they get a score defensively yeah. or special teams. I don't know if this is reactionary, but I agree as well. I'm going with Washington. Listen, Minnesota's offensive line is, is pathetic right now, and Washington does not have a great uh, a great defensive pass rush, but they'll get to Sam Bradford, and it, you know it's Sam Bradford we're talking about here, not not Tom Brady. So um, you're right, unless unless somehow Minnesota gets a special teams or defensive touchdown, which they've gotten one like pretty much every game so far. I like I like Washington to win in a low scoring game. Jerry, who do you got? I'm taking Washington because I think Minnesota's offense is flirting with that Jeff Fisher Rams offense uh, when it comes oh. to production. Um, and I think Washington only needs to get about 14 to 17 points to win this game. Yep. Mark uh, went against the grain, went with Minnesota here. So um, three to one in favor of Washington. We'll see how that plays out. Next game, Chicago at Tampa Bay. Uh, this one, I'm going to let you guys go first on this one. I picked my guys but or my team, but it, it, it took me a while. Uh, I'm still very torn on this one. Jerry, who do you got? Uh, I'm taking Tampa Bay at home, and more so just because they're at home. 
I don't think Jameis Winston plays well in the cold, but he's got home and he's got a little bit friendly confines this week. Sean? I'm going the same way. Um, I, who'd they get? Uh, Evans practiced today, so so I think that's good. If he doesn't play, then then I'd flip. But for the sake of having to pick here on a Wednesday, I'm, I'm taking the box. Right. Uh, Mark is going with Chicago, and I'm also going to go with Chicago here. Uh, and Again, I'm not terribly sold on the Bears winning this game. Uh, but if you listen to the episode 37, I do have Alshon Jeffrey as my main point pounder this week uh, just because – that Tampa secondary is pretty brutal. And I will say this too with Tampa, they're down to like their fifth running back because Doug Martin, he did practice today, but I'm not sure if he's ready to play on Sunday. Uh, Jaquiz Rogers has a bad foot. They're saying it might be Liz Frank. Um, uh, Peyton Barber is, or I'm sorry, not Peyton Barber. Anton Smith is on the IR. Uh, and now Peyton Barber is in line to start rookie running back out of Auburn. And with friendly fantasy, friendly name from 2013, Mike James is the, the scat back right now, or the backup running back. So that, that, uh, backfields in some dire straits right now. I'm not sure if, you know, they'll build to be, you know, effective, not only running the ball, but also on blitz pickup and keeping James upright. And James took a really nasty hit at the end of his game last week. So, um, I'm going to go with Chicago here just really as a coin flip. I'm really not, I don't have a ton of confidence in either team though. Um, next game, we have a clean sweep on this one, Kansas city at Carolina, which I'm actually pretty surprised that we all pick Carolina here. Uh, Sean, take me into your head and why you think Carolina has got this one. Uh, I think post bye week, you know, they, they got a good win last week. I, they might be building a little bit of momentum here. Um, I like their matchup. Defense seemed to to get things figured out last week. I think they wreaked some havoc on on uh, Kansas City, particularly if Alex, Alex Smith comes back. You know, a little bit of rust. Uh, they're they're obviously struggling at the at the running back position. And Jeremy Macklin, I think, didn't practice today. Wide receiver, yeah, yeah. I can't I, can't, I, I, I can't see Kansas City going in and winning this game. It's kind of a not a total throwaway, but it's not a kitchen sink game for them either. So. Um, I like Carolina. Jerry, what do you think? I'm uh, kind of echoing what he was going to say. The playoff picture is not out of question for Kansas City, but Carolina needs to get some wins here. It's coming off that bye, they had a big win. They need to rack up a few to get um, in the top of the NFC South. So I, I pick Carolina. Yeah, Mark's taking Carolina as well, and I have them too. I just think that at some point we need to see that. Panthers offense get going. I mean, they were so dominant last year, and the regression from Cam Newton has been absolutely crazy, which, again, for his season last year, you, you expected some sort of regression, but this has just been brutal, especially for those who took him in, like, the top three rounds in fantasy drafts, like I did. Um, so I, I like Carolina here. Uh, next game, we have Atlanta at Philly, which if you told us three weeks ago, four weeks ago that this game would be coming up, we'd say that this is the uh, the preview of the NFC Championship. But Philly's taking a step back. However, Atlanta's still looking pretty strong right now. Um, I'm going with Atlanta here. Uh, I, I will say that I am hesitant to to pick Atlanta. I think that Philly D will be able to not shut down Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, but I think they'll be able to quiet them a little bit. Um, Julio and Matt, Matt Ryan have been the, the most effective players at their position, not only in fantasy, but also just NFL stats-wise. Um, and Philly's defense has been sneakily pretty good once they did that, that quick overhaul. So um, I'm going to go with Atlanta here, though. Uh, Jerry, who do you got? I'm back in Atlanta. Um I think they just have too many weapons when Philly tries to take away Julio and then you know rush the passer. I think they still can do some other things. 
Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Philly's offense is not as explosive as Atlanta. And mm-hmm. even though they're in Philadelphia, I'm still rolling with Atlanta. Remember when everybody was saying how Carson Wentz is the next, like, you know, Joe Montana after two games? Yeah. Pump the brakes. I love it. I love it. I'd love for Atlanta to win here. I just, I went total flip here from Philly um, losing last week. Mm -hmm. uh, And and I'm going to go ahead and take the Eagles in this one. Uh, I think it's close. The lines are basically a pick them. So that means if this was reversed and it's at Atlanta, it's a six point. I'd probably take Philly in the points there um, under that scenario. So uh, I I like Philly. I think, uh, in this matchup, it's it's the perfect kind of look ahead, probably for uh, for Atlanta as well. Yeah, Mark's got Philly as well, and I mean, this is a huge game for Carson Wentz and to, to show us that hey, you are a not an elite quarterback because he's not there yet; he's a rookie. But you are a serviceable quarterback that has a bright future in this NFL. I just Atlanta is a they're not a great defense, however. You know Dan Quinn is a solid coach, and they're and they're starting to put together a pretty good pass rush. The secondary does struggle though, but you know Wentz has to show that in a playoff atmosphere he can produce. And I think against Atlanta, come Atlanta coming in to Philadelphia, it is somewhat of a playoff atmosphere right now, especially with it, with Philadelphia needing a win with. Um, the, the Cowboys playing so well right now. Uh, but next game, we pick this as our turd nugget supreme. Two teams we talk about often on the Never Ending Glory podcast. We have the L.A. Rams at New York against the Jets. We could be seeing Case Keenum versus Bryce Petty. So pretty wild marquee matchup. Um, Jerry, I'll let you start this one off. Who do you got? I'm going New York Jets. I think that uh, that L.A. to New York red eye playing, uh, <laughs> you know, time zone problem. Couple that with the end of daylight savings time. Uh, no, I just think L.A. sucks, um, and I think New York has got a little bit of better defense. They do struggle at the corner position, but there's nobody that scares me at wide receiver for the for the uh, Rams. So I'm taking New York Jets. What no Brian Quick? Brian Quick Brian doesn't scare Quick you. Might have the worst name for a wide receiver. It's like <laughs> his name was Sticky Hands, and he dropped a lot of balls. I mean, he's not elite at all. Hot take, hot take, Sean. Yeah, he went on a limb there, Brian Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, who do you got in this game? Uh, Jeff Fisher has like two games a year where he's got no business winning. I, I think they used the first one up already. Um, I think he might use both of them already, but okay. When they won their second or third game, maybe beat the Cardinals or something. I, I think they get the other one here. Uh, I, it's obviously not that big of a win. Um, I just, I think it's destiny that he's going to finish seven and nine and eight and eight, and sooner or later he's going to win a couple games to get there. So right, right. If he's not beating the Jets. He's not going to. I mean, is he going to go five and eleven? Um, right, I'm gonna, right. I'm going to bet on the odds. He's going to end up seven and nine. They're going to beat the Jets. <laughs> yeah, he is. Uh, the, the Rams currently are at three and five, so they do have to make up for lost time to make sure they get up to that that fabled seven and nine or eight and eight. Um, I'm going with the Rams here too. I just have. I. I I guess, a lot I guess, of hem There's just a like, what do I say about this game and about this, these teams? It's I've, seven I've nine been, bullshit. I've been pumping Todd Gurley's brakes for or uh, brakes. I've been pumping his tires for the last 12, 13 weeks, and even I'm getting sick of that and, and tired of that. And I, but I'm going to go LA here because I hate the Jets and Bryce Petty might be playing, and that's just never a good thing if you're if you're taking that team. So. Um, 
Mark picked LA as well. So Jerry, you're the only one picking the Jets here. That's fine. I hope you lose. Um, next game, game Denver at New Orleans. This one is an interesting one because Denver's offense has really taken a step back, and their their defense is a little bit beat up right now. Um, traveling to New Orleans, where New Orleans always plays well at home. And that offense is really starting to click with Michael Thomas stepping up big time. Mark Ingram figuring it out last week and uh, the emerge the reemergence of Tim Hightower. This team actually becoming more than a one-dimensional pass-happy pass team. Uh, I like New Orleans in this game just because Denver just – they're not the same team they were last year on offense and on defense. And I, I like New Orleans here. Jerry? I'm picking New Orleans because I think they're uh, way more explosive than I think people give them credit for, you know, starting off at the beginning of the season. We, we knew they could still have some of the same guys going back, but I think guys like Michael Thomas have really shown they're mm-hmm. playing at elite level. Um, Denver's pass rush is – they I think the recipe's out there, what they were doing to them with Oakland. There was triple teams happening, and they were still going downtown with a three-man route. And I don't know, is Aqib Tlaib practicing yet? Because if he's not, um, I'm not sure. Because if he's he not, like, I, if he's if he plays, he's not going to be as effective. Exactly. And Chris Harris is an elite corner when he's playing the nickel corner. He we sh- it kind of showed he's not the same guy when he's out on an island one on one on the outside. I just think with all those things kind of mixed together, you're going to have a New Orleans win. They're saying Tlaib's out until after the week 11 bye with a back injury. So he won't be around this week either. And like Johnson, and, if, he comes, if he were to come back and be, you know, match up one-on-one, I don't, I don't think he's back in, in playing elite level. he need a major, major shot in the back to make that happen. Right. Sean, who you got? I'm going the same way. I, I think if you, gotta, if you play New Orleans, you've got to get to 30, and Denver's offense cannot get to 30. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they'll need big plays, defensive touchdowns, special teams. A lot of similarities between them and Minnesota from an offense and defense perspective. Both those defenses are elite, but they're just on the field so much. Mm-hmm. That, uh, and then they get dinged up in some certain spots, and it makes things extraordinarily difficult for them because their margin of error, similar to last year for Denver, is so tight. Right. Right. Um, Mark is taking Denver here. He's saying thanks to the point guy, so he's very confident um, in this pick. And um, Mark has never, never uh, lacked confidence, so no. um, that's not surprising. Uh, next game, this one actually I think really could have been the Turd Nugget Supreme, but I think L.A. at New York is better. Houston at Jacksonville. So we got Brock Osweiler going against uh, – Blake Bortles, that's his name. Uh, I mean, what do you say about these two teams? Jerry, what do you say? Well, these were my two favorite teams going into the beginning of the season, right? <laughs> um, right. Finally matched up. Hopefully this is an 8 o'clock flex game. No, um, <laughs> I'm taking Jacksonville at home. I think if uh, – here's the shocking thing. Houston's at the top of the uh, AFC North right now. Or, I'm sorry, the AFC, AFC, South. South, AFC South right now. Which is um, mind-blowing. Yes, and so if Jacksonville wants any shot at contending for this with Blake Portals, they got to win this game. So I'm thinking like, a must-win. I think at home, I think they can take Houston. Houston is 5-3, and three, but don't you feel like that they should be like 2-6? and six? Yes. I, I mean, I feel like every time I'm watching Houston, they're losing or they look pathetic. It's, it's a game you don't even want to watch. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Jacksonville, Sean, who do you got? yeah, same thing. This game sucks. These teams are slow. <laughs> Uh, with great pain and anguish, I take Houston. I, I, God, these are getting, 
<laughs> I'd fire every coach in this division. I'd fire every GM. I'd just blow the whole <laughs> damn thing up. How does Gus Bradley not get fired every after every it's game we watch? He doesn't get fired. It's unbelievable. It's because I Amir Khan's too busy shopping for mustache wax and looking for <laughs> rental properties in London. It, yeah. It, yeah, and his sock team that sucks. Yeah, I don't get it. Um, Mark's taking Houston as well. And uh, Jerry, I get Jacksonville. I really don't have much to say. I, again, coin flip game, two bad teams. I'm taking the home team on this one. Uh, Jacksonville is my pick. Next game, Miami at San Diego. San Diego coming off a big win last week against Tennessee. Miami also had a big win against – who did they play last week, Sean? Remind me. Jets. The Jets. That's right, yeah. So big win against the Jets. Um, I'm going to go San Diego here. Uh, again, another game where it's just like two teams that aren't going to make the playoffs. Who, which, what direction are they going? Um, San Diego just finds a way to score points. You know, I, I think this the wily old vet Philip Rivers is. You, you take away all of his top options, but he still finds a way to score points, and I think that's what's going to win him this game. Jerry, I'm kind of with you there. I think San Diego's getting to be. Um, a little sneaky good in the AFC mm-hmm. West, but I don't know if they're a playoff team, but I'll put them up against Miami and at San Diego. They've got to cross the country. I'll take San Diego there. Yeah. Uh, Mark is also taking San Diego. Sean, who do you have? Same rationale. Uh, whoever wins this game has a chance to make the playoffs. That's frightening. I, <laughs> it it kind of is, but I, I, I think if San Diego wins – They've got like a cupcake next week. They get to, to five and five, um, or or maybe they get to six and five at that point. No, they'll be five and five after this week if they. And win. then and then I think they've got like a couple of the AFC uh, West teams at their place. Not not to say they have a home field advantage, but it's more, you know, they don't have to play in front of a hostile crowd. But right, that Rivers can win anywhere, regardless too, and yeah. they they can put points on the board. Yeah, so the Dolphins have uh, they have at the Texans and they're playing the Buccaneers and then uh, actually they have so they're playing the Dolphins this week then they have a bye then they're at the Texans they're playing the Buccaneers at the Panthers and the Raver, the Raiders then they're at Cleveland and then they're home versus Kansas City so not the not the toughest schedule in the world um, but I think that they have a lot of ground to make up in the AFC West because the Raiders are seven and two Chiefs are six and two Broncos six and three. Um, the Dolphins would have a much better chance of making the playoffs, most likely sitting at four and four if they win this game. Uh, they're number two in the AFC East right now, behind the Patriots and ahead of the Bills at four and five. But either way, um, I see your point that there, there is a San Diego could sneakily jump in the playoffs here, uh, especially with that 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 upcoming schedule. But either way, two long shots I'd say to make the playoffs. Um, but two teams that aren't long shots to make the playoffs. Amazing segue there by me, I'd say. We have Dallas at Pittsburgh, and gentlemen, all four of us are taking Pittsburgh, which is, which is an absolute shot, shock to me. I thought one of us would take Dallas here. I, I can see why, considering I took Pittsburgh, I can see why you would take Pittsburgh. Um, but, Sean, tell me, why doesn't Dallas not have a chance in this game, according to the Never Ending Glory podcast? Oh, I, I think it's close. I think 23 20, 27 24. Um, I think it's neck and neck. The only reason I'm taking Pittsburgh is, is, they got to start winning some games themselves. Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they get to that six loss and, uh, you know, nothing's they've, they've had a year, I think we're 10 and six. They didn't make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So it, you look at a team in San Diego, some of those other ones, they get hot 
Kansas City's there, Oakland, Denver, like the, those Pittsburgh. I don't know where they sit with some of those tiebreakers too. So right. they got to win a game here and there. Yeah, Pittsburgh's at four and four right now. Um, so they're tied for first with the Ravens on top of the AFC North. Um, but I picked I picked Pittsburgh just because I thought last week just might have been Ben. I don't think I, I don't think he's going to be hundred percent healthy this week. But I, I think he was closer to like sixty percent last week, and maybe he'll be trending more towards eighty percent because that offense really could not get going. Um, you know, and Dallas has been playing well. Obviously, they're winning games. I still don't think their defense is really that great. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody like Sammy Coates just broke out for a big game just because Dallas does seem to struggle against the second or third wide receiving option. And, and Le'Veon Bell hasn't gotten going in a couple weeks. And I, I kind of just think that this could be the the week that the Pittsburgh offense just gets going. And because of that, I don't think that Dak and, and crew can really keep up with a high octane offense. That's the, the one issue of being a run first offense is you really can't, you know, keep up with the high flying teams like, you know, the Patriots or the Steelers or the, the, the Panthers when they're playing well or the Packers. Um, so because of that, I'm going Pittsburgh. Jerry, tell me why you like Pittsburgh. Well, this is a is this the 425 national broadcast? It's got to be with the two biggest. Yeah, teams. I'd say so, so probably. This yeah. in Pittsburgh, this means we're going to see you know with this type of weather, we're going to see all those classic 80s Pittsburgh jackets come out, and that's when their fans get really <laughs> injury, and that's right. when they play their best. I mean, it's hard to deny that. So for that reason and that reason alone, I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. Just I like because that. of the jackets. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. Um, so, like I said, we all picked Pittsburgh here. Mark's got him as well. Uh, Under next normal game, circumstances, I'd have something witty to say either towards Jerry or towards Pittsburgh. But uh, but you're struggling. You're uh, struggling. You're, you're, you're at less yeah. than 100% because right now. Because you agree. I understand. <laughs> yeah, I'm Ben Roethlisberger this week for this podcast. <laughs> uh, Sam Fran at Arizona. Uh, I mean, if, if if Arizona loses this game, then they should just stop. They should just give up on the season uh, because we know that Arizona has been sucking. They've been struggling. But uh, listen, it's San Francisco. San Francisco is so bad this year. I love it. I love that Chip Kelly sucks. Um, we all picked Arizona. Do you guys have anything to say about this game? Because I really don't. No. Next Next game. Moving on. Perfect game. Sunday Night Football. Seattle at the New England Patriots. Again, another game we all picked the, 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 the best team to win this game. Sean, at this point in the NFL season, and I don't want to sound like a Patriots honk, even though I am, is there any team that you think even comes close to touching the Patriots in the overall power rankings? Based off of performance or expectations? Just I think everything. Like like they are the clear cut Super Bowl favorite, right? Do you who do you who do you see in the AFC or the NFC beating the Patriots? Because at first at the beginning of the season I thought maybe Denver with that defense and Trevor Simeon being solid, they could just get it done. But that's that team's taken five steps backwards. Seattle looks like crap but it'll be a very interesting uh, matchup this week. I'm really looking forward to this game. Green Bay is Green Bay uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, you know, again, Green Bay is Green Bay. Wow, that's just fantastic. Well, what I mean, what are they? What are they? What explain to me, Green Bay? Suck. What they, they are? They're they just suck. the Green Bay Packers. Say they, yeah, they blow. Mike McCarthy sucks. They're not elite. Looks like a, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not elite. They're 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 Joe Flacco definition of elite. I mean, even the Raiders. You know, the Raiders I, got Pittsburgh. To me, is the one team, just like Denver was for New England last year. That's the team this year that if they come to Foxborough, 
that's the team that you're still shitting your pants in the AFC championship right. game. Right. I, I, I tend to agree with you and, and then get us because, and I feel like the, the AFC championship is going to be the Super Bowl because I don't see a team unless the giants come out of nowhere and just beat us for the third time in the Super Bowl, which I wouldn't be shocked if that happened. I think you're downplaying Dallas. Dallas is really good. I, I just don't, I don't, I don't think that defense is good enough. And I don't have think... a little bit of uh Romo magic, similar to what <laughs> the bats had with Bledsoe. Oh, there, there's just there's some of that coming around here. That would be, the other thing is, is it, we, we, we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. This is week eight, nine and 10. It, it, that's the thing about the giants. The giants went nine and seven one year and then just right. great matchups got hot and started reeling wins off. So, we we can't start predicting AFC championship and Super Bowl and oh they'll have no problem after they get through this. You just Patriots can't do fans, this. They do this every year. Oh, I know. Do, well, they do I know. It's awesome, isn't it? God. No, but it wasn't awesome wanted... last year for you guys. Yeah, well, it was fun for a while. Okay. Um, listen, you guys went on a tangent about how terrible the Browns were, so I wanted to go on a tangent about you how awesome the Patriots were. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't want to talk about them at all. This week, though, I will say this. I think the line right now is like seven, seven and a half. I, I think it's going to be like a three-point game. Um, Seattle always plays every team close. I, I heard a stat that, like, I, I don't think Russell Wilson's ever lost a game by more than 10 points, which is crazy to think about. He's been in the league for four years, and he's never lost a game by more than 10 you know, points. Another thing to keep in mind with Seattle is Bennett's out, mm-hmm. Chancellor's out. And they're still dinged up across their offensive line. Now, I don't know that they're going to get better across the offensive line. Um, and I don't think the Rawls really helps them whenever he comes back, even though they're loving to, to, to say that in the media. But Jimmy Graham having a little bit of an emergence. Now you got to make sure you cover him so you might not you know, be as aggressive rushing the quarterback. And sooner or later, you know, Russell Wilson gets healthy or gets close to it. The, the team you see now is going to be a different team in a month and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, and but I will say this too. I watched, you know, watching the Monday Night Football game, and Russ Wilson went for a little jog uh, in the middle of a play, and he he still did not look hundred percent. He he dove early. He slid early, uh, earlier than he should have. And even when he was running, he he just didn't look like the speedy player he once was. So I'm curious if that knee injury is still really bothering him or the ankle injury. I think he had actually a knee and an ankle injury. So, um, I don't think he's hundred percent yet, but, um, you know, again, I like the Patriots here. Gentlemen, you guys all like the Patriots. Um, I mean, Jared, what do you think about this? I'm taking the Patriots. I just think that when it comes down to it, their defense is is better than the Patriot or sorry, the Seahawks offense. Seattle, mm-hmm. like you said, is banged up across the board, and they got guys that are going to be out. Um, I don't think that they have to win this game to to do damage in the playoffs, and they're going to treat it as such. Patriots, this is just another showcase of of how great they are this year. Right, Sean, you got anything else? No. All right. Seattle's going to hold the hell out of your receivers. It's going to drive you guys crazy. Oh, oh I yeah. know. I know. I know. And then uh, you guys are going to do the same thing. <laughs> but we're a lot sneakier about it. Um, next game, final game, Monday Night Football, Cincinnati at the Giants. I literally just figured this I just put this pick in uh, because I've been torn on this one all day. I'm going with the Giants here. I just have a feeling that Eli and Beckham are just going to have one of those crazy games this week where they both blow up. Uh, and I, But then again, I wouldn't be surprised if A.J. Green did as well. Uh, so I'm going Giants here. Jerry, who do you like? I'm going uh, Giants here, like you said. I think both 
offenses could explode on one another. These both these defenses have really struggled this year. But I'm going to take mm-hmm. the Giants at home. Sean, I like Cincy off a of bye week. I don't think that the Giants were went out and like overly won the game last week so much as Philly kind of handed it to them. So uh, I'm, I'm the Bengals are better than their record indicates from a talent perspective and everything else. I think sooner or later, hopefully they put it together. Maybe the bye week, they get some things tightened up. The defense has been particularly awful. So right. hopefully Eli serves them up a little bit. <laughs> He's been known to, known to do that. Um, yeah. Mark's going with Cincy as well. Uh, so Jerry and I got the Giants, Mark and Sean got Cincy, so it'll be interesting to see how that game plays out. I think I will say this, other than the Thursday night game, the NFL did a good job about um, setting up the 425 game this week, Dallas and Pittsburgh. San Fran, Arizona is also a 425 game, but I'll disregard that one. Um, but Sunday night football, Seattle, New England will be a good one, and Cincy and the Giants will be at least entertaining. So that's a step in the... Yeah, it's a step in the right direction for Rogers to get his ratings back up, huh? Well, the election's over, so he's got something he can uh, he doesn't have to compete with anymore. Right, exactly. But, uh, fellas, you got anything else uh, before we break off for this episode? No, we'll get it right next week, listeners. We'll we'll get the sound effects going and get Malky back on this thing. We'll start popping off and turning on to the uh, the home stretch of the regular season. These well, late, I'll be these in- late nights were killing us. You know? Yeah. True. We, Late we nights, leaves, that. tough losses. <laughs> just a bunch Emotional of bunch highs of and lows of being a Cleveland sports fan. Well, I yeah, will say this: I'll be work, travel. That's all it takes. I'll be in Vegas next week for the uh, for the recording, so I'm not sure if I'll be joining you guys, but um, I'll be here in spirit. And uh, you know, we'll give we'll give the reins to lead dog Jared to see if he can still still host this thing. Well, I'm sure there'll be a lot of fans looking for you at the uh, Hooters Hotel um, during your <laughs> stay in Vegas. So That was the first ever craps table heater I, I, I got on, actually. At, at the Hooters. Hooters Hotel? Yeah, some uh, some nearly a decade ago at uh, Old Burgundy's Bachelor Party. We went on a Cleveland basketball taunt fest to everybody in there. It was fantastic. <laughs> I'm sure that was just... Um, something you look back on fondly and you would regret nothing you said, right? No, absolutely not. (laughs) All right, gentlemen, with that, we're out. Please check us out on Twitter at glory podcast. We'll be tweeting out all of our picks. Also sending all of our picks to Facebook. So go to our Facebook page, like us comment, tell us what we got right. What we got wrong. Um, Search for us on iTunes and SoundCloud. Again, never-ending Gloria podcast. And be sure to check out our um, Major League Baseball podcast that Sean's going to record right now with that beautiful nasal voice uh, on Twitter at MLB, And then, of course, College Football CFB. So be sure to check those out. Like us on Twitter. Listen, subscribe, download, enjoy. We'll be back next week. And, uh, gentlemen, until then, enjoy Week 10 of the NFL season. Talk to you soon. Later.